Are you ready to become one of the greatest seducers of all time and to attract, seduce, and date the most beautiful women in the world? Then lean back and enjoy the show on the Global Seducer Podcast, presented to you by Sebastian Harris. Hey Global Seducer, welcome to another episode of the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast. Today's topic, being married to a Japanese woman. The truth with two experience reports. In today's episode, I want to share the experience of two men who are married to Japanese women. I interviewed these men to find out what is it really like to be in a relationship with a Japanese woman and to be married to one. And it's really interesting what I learned from both of these men, because one man is really, really happy with his decision. He's totally okay with it. He says it's the best decision he ever made. But the other man, he's not so happy with his decision. What if you want to marry a Japanese woman? And what if you have this idea that your Japanese girlfriend will treat you better than any other girl has ever treated you? Just think about it. Imagine it. The relationship is awesome. She takes care of you. The sex is phenomenal. You are happier than you've ever been. And you want to hold on to this feeling. You don't want to let go of it. You want to marry this woman. You want to turn your beautiful Japanese girlfriend into your Japanese bride. The question is, should you do it? My answer, I have no freaking idea. That's why I want you to listen to what Rob and Bob has to say. And no, Rob and Bob are not their real names. They wanted to stay anonymous. But I'm very thankful that they gave me these insights about being married to a Japanese woman. So what if you say, I want to marry a Japanese woman? Well, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> That's something that Bob told me. And as you can already hear, Bob is not that amazingly happy in his marriage. I mean, yes, I could tell you now that every marriage with a Japanese woman is just rainbow unicorns and everything is beautiful. But it's also interesting when it comes to the reason that he mentioned for it. He said it can be tempting to have a young Japanese wife because they look like cute dolls. And as a man, you don't want to stop playing with a cute doll. But he also said that you shouldn't forget that they are human beings with hopes, dreams and agendas. And sometimes their dreams are not your dreams, so be careful. And this is a very interesting point, because I also found myself when I was in Japan, and I know it sounds a little bit objectifying, but it's just true. Because the women act so cute and so doll-like. That's how they act all the time. They smile in this cute way. They giggle in this cute way. Hi, 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 hee hee. And you have this feeling, oh, I just want to cuddle that woman all the time. And as I already mentioned in other episodes about Japanese women, be careful. Just because she's smiling and giggly doesn't mean that she doesn't have an agenda. It doesn't mean that this is really her real true opinion, her true feeling in this moment. Especially because the Japanese culture is based on conformity and on, yeah, on not disagreeing in a harsh way. So she might be smiling, she might be giggling, but be careful, she might not really feel like this inside. What's Rob's advice to every man who screams, I want a Japanese wife? He says, my Japanese wife is awesome. She cooks for me and she complains whenever I neglect my marriage duties. If you know what I mean. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So what about this whole idea that Japanese marriages are sexless? I mean, there are statistics that say that more than 50%, what was more than 40%, I can't remember, are sexless because of the emotionally and physically destructive work culture. 
that's what I truly believe, that's what Rob told me, that's what the girl that I met in the meetup told me, everyone said the same thing. And Rob also told me, it's not her fault if her husband is so exhausted and so physically, emotionally, mentally drained that he can only watch a few hours of TV or actually comes home so late that he has to stumble to bed and just directly knock out. Then he can't have sex anymore, that's just how it is. The Japanese working culture is destroying men. And that's why the typical Japanese marriage is sexless. And that's why Rob said something that's very interesting. He said, unless you behave like the typical Japanese guy, unless you allow the Japanese culture to turn you into a work drone, to destroy you physically, mentally, emotionally, then there's no sexless marriage. I mean, there's a reason why, again, I think over 40 or 50% of all married Japanese women cheat. They have affairs because their own husbands don't touch them anymore and they are sexually frustrated. It's not that the women just suddenly after marriage say, oh, I don't want you to touch me anymore. That's not how it is. It's the culture that's actually destroying the man so that they can't function anymore. They can't have sex anymore. They can't fulfill their marriage duties anymore, if you want to say it in this old school way. But it's true and it's very, very sad. That's why so many marriages are sexless. And on the other hand, so many Japanese women cheat. She wants sex. I mean, otherwise she wouldn't have the affairs. And you want it too. So don't fall into this trap that you let the Japanese culture destroy you. Another interesting point to talk about when it comes to being married to a Japanese woman is that international marriage is not common in Japan. According to Bob, it took him two months and a lot of presents and fake smiles until the parents of his wife agreed to the marriage. He told me this ain't Thailand. International marriages are not common in Japan and it can be very difficult to convince Japanese parents that you are a good match for their daughter. My personal take on this Japan doesn't have this typical immigrant society. I mean, you won't just be accepted as a Japanese man just because you're married to a Japanese woman. It's also not an expert country like Thailand. You will always be a foreigner. And it might be worthwhile in this situation, at least if you can't deal with it, to think about where you want to live with your Japanese wife. Do you really want to live in Japan, where you will always be the foreigner, or do you want to live in your home country? Because Japan is a racially homogeneous country. 98.5% are ethnic Japanese, they don't have a lot of foreigners. And then of course it's hard for you to integrate in this society. Another interesting thing that I heard both from Rob and from Bob is that Japanese women have a very, yeah let's say, a very low expectation when it comes to marriage proposals. I don't know if it's true, but you always hear from the United States, from girls who, yeah, who don't really deserve marriage, who say, if he doesn't do this, if he doesn't buy me a ring for this amount of money, if he doesn't do this crazy viral video, then I won't marry him. And if the bed is not full of roses, oh my God, that's not good. What they told me is that you can choose a traditional, hey, do you want to grow old together? Hey, do you want to marry me? Do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? It's all fine. You just have to remember one very important thing. And that's what both guys told me. You have to get the parents' permission. This is something that in the West you don't have to do. It's very old school, but that's how it is in Japan. And if you really want to marry a Japanese woman, you should follow the rules. That's just how it is. I mean, yeah, in the West you don't have to do it, but here you have to do it. The good news is that when it comes to the romance part, when it comes to the actual marriage proposal, Japanese girls, in my experience and in the experience of those two guys, they don't expect so much. 
And I guess it's also because a lot of the local guys are too shy and too submissive to actually do anything romantic. And they, yeah, they are happy with as little as they get. It sounds very depressing, but from what I heard from Japanese women that I talked to in Japan Cupid, and yes, I asked them these crazy questions, a lot of the girls have very low expectations when it comes to romance from their own men. So whenever you then do something romantic, it's already way over the top. Whereas in the West, and especially in America, this whole Hollywood romance idea is already so high and so over the top that in order to do something romantic, you have to go even higher over the top. In Japan, that's easier. Another interesting point that I found out in this conversation with these two men, and that actually shocked me, that actually inspired me to do some research and to find out, hey, whoa, that's really a case here, is arranged marriage in Japan and the fact that it's on the rise again. Bob said something in a very, very serious voice. He said, just make sure that your girlfriend is not promised to another man. Arranged marriages are not that uncommon in Japan. Apparently, after the tsunami in 2011, arranged marriages have become more popular again. I guess it's because everybody wanted to find a partner because of this whole idea, hey, life could end every minute. And I actually asked girls on Japan Cupid about this. And also from the experience reports of those two guys, both sources told me that it's still very common. It's called omiyai, and I found different statistics about how common it is. I looked at some research papers, some say that it's less than 10%, others say that it's even about 30% who still do that. Of course, this is not like in other parts of the world, where the parents say you have to marry this person, or otherwise, I don't know, you land in jail or we'll kill you. That's not how it is. However, the relationship is initiated by the parents. And in a culture like Japan, where conformity and agreeing to everything and being obedient to society and especially to your parents is very, very important. I mean, who says then, no, mom, I don't want to marry this girl, or no, dad, I don't want to marry this guy. So I guess with this culture of obedience and saving face, yeah, arranged marriages are actually a done deal because nobody has the balls and the courage to actually say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't really know how common it is, it just surprised me that in a developed country like Japan, it is still common. So just be careful that your girlfriend is not promised to anyone else. Another interesting fact is that your Japanese wife wants a kid with blue eyes. Apparently, Japan is obsessed with hafus. These are the children that are from mixed parents, like one parent Japanese, one parent something else. And of course, the Japanese media only idolizes hafus with European or North American facial features. But wanting a child in general is actually already a problem in Japan. And that's why I also realized why Bob was so miserable. He never wanted to have children, that's what he told me, and now he has one. And he suffers because Japan is the worst developed country for working mothers. The Japanese working culture is brutal. I mean, you have to work all the freaking time. He told me that before he married his wife, his wife was going to work at 7 o'clock in the morning, she was coming home at 8 o'clock in the evening, and then he, she was going to bed at 9. So there was not really much interaction. Now that his wife is staying home and he's working, he's working for a company in Tokyo, now he has to work even more. So sometimes he doesn't see his family at all because his child is already asleep while he's still at work. So he comes home at 9 o'clock, his child is already in bed, and only in the weekend he can then see his child. The fact that the Japanese working culture is so brutal led to the result that only 2.63 of Japanese men take paternity leave, even though they could all take it, theoretically. 
but culturally it's not accepted, especially because the men are so conditioned to be afraid that they will lose their job that they don't take it. And according to Tokyo's official government statistic, more than 20,000 children are still waiting for a place in daycare. Or let's better say that parents are waiting for a place in daycare because they want to get rid of the children so that they can work even more. What about Rob? He married his Japanese bride in Osaka, but he now lives with her in the United States. He has two children with her, none of them has blue eyes, but he's happy because his job allows him to take care of his family and he's not in this cage of the Japanese working culture. So he doesn't work in Japan, he doesn't have to work until 9pm, 10pm and then die from a heart attack. And that's why I decided to end this here with a little rant from Rob, who's now married to his Japanese wife and lives with her in the United States. Here's what he has to say. The Japanese husband and wife relationship is weird, but only if you're a Japanese guy. And then you're expected to work, to shit money and to get another job when you're home before 7pm. However, if you're a Western man and you live with her in a Western country, she adopts to the culture. You don't need to work till death and she still does her best to take care of the family. My wife told me a million times that she's happy that she can finally enjoy life without the judgment of her parents, her neighbors, her boss and her co-workers. Japanese women are the best wives in the world once the fear of losing face is replaced with her will to enjoy life. And this is very interesting that he said that because that's also something that I can imagine. I would never ever, and I really mean that, I would never ever marry a Japanese woman and then live with her in Japan. Unless I'm self-employed like I am now. I mean, then I can imagine it to live somewhere in a rural area where it's not so crazy, not so crowded and not so expensive as in Tokyo. Then it would be actually great. Yeah, it's actually a good idea. Maybe I should move to a rural area in Japan, find a nice Japanese girl there. <laughs> not just kidding. Maybe in the future. Who knows? You never know where life takes you. But just to make it clear, I would never work as a salary man in Tokyo. Because I also heard from the experts that they have to adjust to the Japanese working culture and they're working and working and working and working and working and working. If you then have children and your wife has to stay home and you are the single breadwinner, it's not a fun life. But again, the life of Rob is fun because he has a normal working schedule, his wife takes care of the children, his wife is no longer trapped in this mindset of oh, I have to be obedient, oh, I have to save face, oh my god, what if my neighbors think that I don't work as hard as they do? She's not trapped in that anymore. I mean, no matter if you want to find a Japanese girlfriend or if you want to find a Japanese wife, you can check out the link in the description. There you will find a link to my Japan Cupid review. You can see the messages that I received from you Japanese girls and you can also find out everything about the features. Check it out and yeah, that's all for today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.